Welcome 2209, this is David Wise. Today is August 12, 2020. I'm sitting here with Michael Scott, Angie Panetta, Lavinia Hairston, and we're sitting here with Jim Peters. My name's Jim Peters, I'm newly elected vice president down woo here at the woo. hall. Yeah, woo woo. Yep. Congratulations. 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 Thank you. So this ought to be exciting here. So uh, what did you do before you were the vice president? Prior to that, I was a trainer up in the training office. Um, prior to that, I was a committeeman for, I don't know, three terms. Uh, two terms as committeeman, one term as alternate. Went to the training department, which was nice. And then this job come open and thought, well, I can do something for them. So, yeah. so yeah. down here now. Sweet. Yeah. You, how do you like it so far? Love it. Love it. Um, learning new things, trying, you know, to get uh, the amalgamated units involved and let them know why they're paying union dollars. Right. Uh, I know they uh, have a lot of issues with getting representation. Right. They right, can't right. get people to run for committeemen yep. and all that. So, so we're going to change all that. Culture's got to change a little bit, and uh, we're working on that. Awesome. Uh, we got some excited thing, exciting things coming in for them. Um, they're going to have their own local voices. We put that together. It's going to be a quarterly thing. It's not going to come out the same time ours does. It'll come out the same time ours does, but once every quarter instead of, you know, every month. Okay. Um, they've got a monthly memo letter that I'm putting out to them, so that's a little bit of knowledge that goes out to them, you know, something for nothing. Uh, what else? We've also got uh, flu shots coming in for them down here at the hall. Oh, have sweet. flu shots okay. coming in for them, and we're working on getting uh, <laughs> dental hygienists down here for teeth cleaning, which is sounds weird but something well they don't get uh dental benefits do they some of them do okay um but it's just it's just something, something that, we know. can do for them right right exactly so yeah that's awesome all kinds of neat stuff and yeah in store for them so a little bit more into your background is this your first plant no my first plant was kokomo okay um local 292 i was a committeeman there also um then transferred up here in 06 i believe or 07 um been up here ever since okay you came with the flood. I did. You did. I did. Yeah, and it too. was it was hell when I first got here, and I remember <laughs> thinking, "Oh man, how am I going to do it?" And That's what I said. Holy see. crap! These people really work, and you know, they it, work it's, it's hard, hard work. It's hard work out there. Coming on the floor. from a parts plant, right? So yes. it's like, oh the, man, I was like, "What the frank?" Yeah, my body was so sore those oh, first yeah. couple weeks. Every night, you know, mm. I couldn't eat. I like weighed like two hundred and ten pounds when I got here. I was a thick. Delicious girl, I not anymore. <laughs> and now I'm yeah. like one. I don't want to say, but yeah. Now I, I mean, like I've not never gotten nowhere near that again. Amen. I'm like, because we had the we used to have the cafeteria, so right, we right. would walk up to the cafeteria area, and all my new friends and stuff would be sitting there eating, and I'd be slouched over with water, like I can't, eat. <laughs> can't so, eat. Just made a nap. Yeah. I was used to making door locks, not building a whole. Mother- Truck. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. It's, it's hard yes. work out there. Yes. So what did you guys produce at the Kokomo plant? Uh, we did radios, uh, circuit boards. Okay. You know, so it was um, small parts. It are they still open? They are still open. They actually are making ventilators right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how long they'll be open. We've got yeah. some people coming up from Kokomo this week, actually. They should be in class this week that transferred up. So. Well, welcome, if any of yeah. them are listening. Yeah, welcome and just... Remember, two weeks, man, you're going to be sore, and then you'll be <laughs> But it it's a better. whole new world. It does, it does better. get better. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we got a promising future here at uh, Fort Wayne 2209. 
you know, shop chairman. He's just intelligent awesome. as hell. Yep. He's, he's awesome. He's getting us new work, uh, you know, just future, you know, for the future. And, the existing know. product we have, too. Mm-hmm. Is just, right. We right. just can't make enough of them. Can't make, can't make enough of it. Can't make enough of it fast enough. Right. So that's a good problem to have. Right. You know, so I've got nine years left. I know. How many? Do you I have? got just at, yeah, I'm just under, over nine. And a little I, bit over nine. Yeah. Yep. So, I'd like to see it be here for thirty more at least. At least three more. At least three more contracts. I'll probably be here. Right. I'll give it about twelve right. more. That maybe. There you go. Yeah. I got twenty five alive, so let's keep this <laughs> there you go. moving. Keep it going, right? Keep it going. <laughs> yep. Keep it going. Yep. Um. So, uh, the roles of the vice president are outlined in the Constitution, Article Forty, Section Two, Page Eleven, and that just says that your duties are to assist the president and right. the, the functions. So you talked about it a little bit earlier on. So, um, so what do you see your role as as the vice president? Um, now it's a different role because the amalgamated locals are my babies. Um, I take care of all the amalgamated locals, um, do the bargaining for them when it comes up for contract time, trying to get a chairperson, you know, in place, everybody in gear, um, right. grievance wise and stuff like that. That all go through me now. So oh, okay, I'm kind of watching, you know over all the amalgamated units so it's a daily operation that's why it's changed so much. okay cool yeah. um so i have them all written down but do you know all the amalgamated units i've got avance i've got ruan i've got um avance ruan caravan and then i've got uh well there's like three avance right you got avance maintenance yep yep facilities and management facilities management value added asset i'm not sure what that BAA. is yeah okay yeah. okay well so, yeah and then down here too um when you say about the vice president's duties president wise down here they are just swamped she's swamped yeah she yes. is always on the go so that's a big learning curve for me too because if she's ever gone i've got to step up and yeah. do that um especially you know all the committees that she's on that Mm -hmm. she heads and stuff like that and that's another thing that i should be on each committee there i should be a liaison to each committee out there so and you're not referring to like committees at the union like there's a lot of stuff in the community that we are associated with yeah it's it's crazy the amount of things that the 2209 is associated with that she's into got us into right um that's just great for the community and great for 2209 right um so for those of us that like for some of us that don't know what does it mean to be amalgamated amalgamated unit so what you are you're part of a bigger union okay so you're a small chunk of a bigger union um we go in unionize them we don't but you know uaw does and they say okay now you belong you're amalgamated to 2209 so you're a piece of 2209 you go on your own contract, but you're right. 2209's members. So they're not involved in our national contract. They have their own local contracts. Yes, yes. So each unit has their own contract yes. as well? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So that's, are you also in charge of the nurses? No. Okay. Nurses so, are not mine. So you have five units then that yes. you're responsible for. Right. Wow. And we have seven in total. Right. Uh, one being GM, two is the nurses, three is caravan facilities management, four is Avance's tire, <laughs> tire, tire wheel. Okay, yeah. uh, Avance's maintenance tax, Ruan trucking, Avance's value added asset. Right, mm-hmm. right, and then hopefully some more. You know, um, my goal is we've got a couple more smaller units around that we'd like to organize, um, and that comes from up north. We'll have to get Danny House and a couple people like that involved. Come down and see if we can get them organized. 
um, because, you know, the more members, the merrier. Uh, totally. The more mm-hmm. members you got, the stronger you are. So that's that's Absolutely. my goal. So. so I have a question. So with the fact that the amalgamateds are on their own contract, do they walk out when we walk out? Because last time they did, right? Yeah, they would when so, we walk out. Um, that would be a GM strike. So all of Your their... Your caravan would, but then so you know, somebody across the street may not if they're making parts for somebody else. Right. Okay, so the amalgamated units are just smaller units, people building parts for General Motors. So they fall under our local? No. No. They fall Everything under their is their own, own. Their own local. So um, are they considered in-house or? No. Okay. Right, right. Okay. Um, just like we have Ruon Trucking, which doesn't do any parts for GM at all. Ruon Trucking just does batteries. They ship batteries. Uh, they are part of Teamsters. A long time ago, they didn't want to be Teamsters anymore. So they came over to uh, UAW 2209. And the contracts that they have, they are small. But you got to figure, you know, GM started, UAW started out with one-page contract. Right. So these small contracts are something that need to be built upon. Um, they, you know, some of them may be 20 pages long. So, you know, you've just got to add that. And you've got to grow them, and it's got to get better. They've got to, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to get better every time. They they need, so basically they need to pull their strength up. To, yes. So that yes. they can... Right. So that to battle better, they yeah. need more, more. They need their numbers to produce to get together so that they can fight harder. Because it seems like over there, it's like, from what she's saying, it's like you have like me, her here, and it's like just her, and she's trying. But you know, it's like you need to bring more people. Right. Need to get active. And you got to figure there's a reason why they wanted to join too. Um, prior to joining, you know, they didn't have the respect. They didn't have the dignity. They didn't even have that contract. Right. So people got fired left and right. Um, just working conditions, poor working conditions. Um, not saying that every plant had poor working conditions, but you know, without that contract, they have nothing. You know, right. That contract gives them, you know, however small it is it still gives it still them helps. some right. guarantees yeah. some yeah. guarantees that hey i'm not gonna get walked out today because the boss doesn't like you. Oh, right you know, there's a procedure that they have to hey follow. this is what they've got to pay me they can't pay me any less because i'm uglier than that person or because right. you know they like that person better so um it's a start right you know. okay well but, and i know one of the main reasons we wanted to get you on is because you are getting some more um, knowledge out to those members because knowledge is power get them involved understand what why and how the union and contracts can evolve and become better because of knowledge right so with every contract just like ours or even our local they could put in resolutions strengthen their language so if the members are paying attention they go hey this ain't working very well for us. Right. We need to put in resolutions just like we do in our plant exactly. and for our national contract. Right. Getting a newsletter out to them quarterly, right. having meetings, having the information, getting involved, showing them, hey, yeah. this is this is what we need. That was one of the main reasons we wanted you to come on because yeah. they're important to us too. Right. I right. mean, without them, we can't run. Without us, they can't run. Right. Like we have a lot of new people you know, since we did away with referrals, we have a lot of people that don't really know a lot. Right. So, and I hate to say, like, I try to dumb a lot of things down. So if you don't have previous knowledge of being a union member or what a union does, we can start off small and you'll get small information and understand it in the long run and grow. Right. So that was one of the main reasons we started the podcast and getting more information out to the amalgamated units I mean, that's amazing, right. and I love that idea. 
So good. that's why we were like, we need to get you on. We know you just <laughs> took office, but we know you got some things going on. Well, so. also, um, I didn't bring this up either. We had last this past Saturday the first Ruan meeting. So I had the Ruan Trucking in here for their first nice. reunion meeting. Um, and those guys, you know, where they're like, hey, this is great. We've got something. Uh, their chairman's Rod. Um, Real good guy. Met with him. Is that their first one ever or first one yes. since you've taken office? That's the first one ever because they're a trucking. They, they can't get together. They're a trucking uh, group, so they're over the road and stuff like oh, that. So their meeting time is okay. so much different. So it's right. got to be a particular time and everything like that. Okay. Wow. Now, another thing that we're going to do uh, for the amalgamated locals is I feel like they get lost in ours a lot. So they're going to have their own membership meeting prior to our meeting. I think that's a good okay. idea. Mm -hmm. so, oh, Yeah. It, it'll be it'll pertain to them and not so much GM. So maybe they won't have that I'm lost in it or nothing pertains to me attitude and we'll mm -hmm. get more membership showing up and more people right. coming, you know, so. Well, that's something we have to think about too is that yeah, they are, cool. that's a brand new thing for them being in a union. Like when I came in here, my uncle worked here, his father worked here. Right. So it's like, it's been handed down to us throughout the years. Then you come in, it's been well-established at at this at Fort Wayne since 1985 right and even before that so people in here just getting unionized they have no idea what's going on so that's kind of where people don't really understand that the employees at those units don't really understand that they have to take charge yeah that we can't do it all mm -hmm. for them right. that they have to exactly. do it in their workplaces mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing that's what I'm kind of was getting at like so with with us being GM it's like I think that sometimes they assume that you know they right. don't have to because it's handled here. Right. We unionized. All right. Now you right. guys take care of us. Right. But, well, you guys need to get you something got. set up in your own facilities. You yes. guys need committeemen. You guys need mm -hmm. chairman right. Right. to represent yourselves, basically. And I think you'll see a big change um, next round. Um, just information for people is just fabulous. You know, I'll totally you know. They, they'll get to hang out and they'll be like, oh, this is what I'm paying dues for. You mm -hmm. know? Um, we've got an amazing hall, probably one of the best halls in the country. Mm hmm so much stuff goes on here that you know it's just it's crazy yep they probably need to figure out ways to get their you know their membership excited about you know the union right it's so many misconceptions of union and like you said people coming in well, some of us were blessed like right second generation third right. generation i mean i've met fourth generations right, you know yeah. That's the thing, though. We talk about how it's great our you. facility is. Right, but we and don't look, look at, at our else's. actual union involvement. I'd say, what, under 50%? Right, right. Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, it's something that you got to climb. But like you were saying, show them what it's for. That's, yep, that's right. where, like, the flu shots comes in. You know, we get them. We take it for granted that we get them down the uh, plant. The, yeah. You know, right. Well, these, these people don't have that. You know, right. So something like that for them, that's a big, big boom for them. You know? Right. That's, that's I would have never them. even thought of that when you brought it up. I'm like, yeah. man, that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they may not ev ever even come to our union hall mm -hmm. other than right. then the shop. But now once they, you know, come in and see the hall and see the, sh you know, get their shots or whatever, and they find out about, you know, and they look around and you see the history. I mean, sometimes it's just the history that it gets you, right. you know. Right. And I don't think everybody has a lot of history because – we're falling short there, yeah. you know, with we'll training, but got to grow up. That's yeah. Right. So, grow. so are you planning to like do classes like oh, we yes. do yeah. so that they can learn more and get the opportunities to, to, to learn about. Right. And we guys? have, we have already, um, there's okay. been classes going in the last two weeks for the elected people. Right. Um, but with the COVID thing, now everything's online. So we've been going through the book. Um, what we're going to do actually is take some of those classes, and I and another facilitator from down to plant, one of the trainers, 
we'll teach these classes. Um, so we'll try to get as many members through the amalgamated units and down at the plant through as we can. Okay. Um, that's something that's... that we can do down here that we're putting together. Um, so that's, that's big too. And amalgamated words. units um, can join standing committees. Yes, most definitely. And I passed out all yep, the standing committees yep. forms to them uh, last week. Hopefully we get a couple of them on that. Um, well, so. we just talked to a few people that just got elected about the podcast. Right. So they're going to spread the word about that because we do a lot of interviews with standing committee chairs right. and the involvement with that. So that might also help too because there's so many different opportunities that we can all be involved in that yeah. we don't even know. Right, right. I know we work so much, and man, it's like, whew. It is. It's, um, it's hard to get a day off. And when you get a day off, you really don't want to go do right. mm-hmm. you know, that much. Hang out at home with the kids. Right, yeah. right, right. Or with the bottle of wine or whatever your vice is. <laughs> it was margaritas this last Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Going rough, huh? Going rough. <laughs> <laughs> Dang carry out. But yeah, I think I think there's a lot of good things coming down the pipeline. It sounds uh, like it. I'm excited about this position because it gives me, you know, a uh, lot of opportunity to um, help out, mm-hmm. you know, help out different people and then help out down the hall, um, just be involved more than I've mm-hmm. ever been. So that's, that's key to me too. Well, I do want to say congratulations again. Thank you. And so far, so good. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on. All right. Thanks for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Now we're going to go into the product of the pod with Lavinia. Well, hello, everybody. Um, so today, the product of the pod is going to be Harley Davidson, uh, oh, something after my own heart. Um, so back in like 1903, there were four young men um, basically lit a wildfire that just in a small shed down in Milwaukee. Their um, innovation and imagination for two wheels definitely sparked a revolution in culture that made Harley-Davidson one of the most recognized and revered brand of the world. Um, Their mission and vision, firstly, their mission was more than building machines, but to stand by the timeless pursuit of adventure, freedom for the soul. Their vision was building our legend and leading our industry through innovation, evolution, and emotion. Harley-Davidson Motorcycles manufactures and sells an extensive range of distinctive and customizable motorcycles that feature leading-edge styling, innovative design, distinctive sound, and superior quality with the option to personalize and also bring the brand to life. Riding experiences, training and events, motorcycle parts and accessories, riding apparel and gear, these are all the things that they are offering you. Um, me, myself, personally, and hundreds of you guys listening, we all ride these things, right? So the customization is awesome. Some of the things that you have, I have seen done with Harley-Davidson's are just, you know, just out of like cartoons or something. Um, they are currently going through what they are calling a rewire, um, so it's like their current playbook that is defining their new mission, reducing um, the complexity, sharpening our focus and increasing speed to decision making. It serves as a strong foundation for their new five year strategic plan. Harley Davidson is the only union made motorcycles in the United States of America. There are several Harley Davidson dealerships you can go on their site and find um, a dealership um, which you just put in harleydavidson.com or something or just you know put in your search engine um, and it'll have a 
where you can go on and locate your nearest dealership. We do have Harley Davidson of Fort Wayne. They are located at 6315 Illinois Road in Fort Wayne, Indiana. What do you have on current events, Angie? Well, to back up the reason we did Harley Davidson, this Saturday, August 15th, is the Veteran Committee's Veteran Ride. Um, due to COVID, we're not doing the poker run. This event has raised over $100,000 for the Area Veterans Charity over the past seven years, including but not limited to Shepherd's House, Honor Flight of Northeast Indiana, Toys for Tots, Fort Wayne Stand Down, and Rich and Luger Safe House or Safe Haven. Um, there's going to be uh, raffles, food, drinks, opportunity to purchase items, to raise money. There's no registration fee for this event. Donations to the UAW Local 2209 Veterans Committee will be accepted. Uh, registration is at 930 at the hall this Saturday, August 15th. Kickstands up at 1130. Last bike in at Harley Davidson of Fort Wayne, where you can check out all the sexy Harleys at four. But they're also going to have a band from three to seven at Harley Davidson. All is welcome. So after that, we actually have just a couple more registration spots left for the Rich Letourneau Chairman Classic. It is August 30th. Registration is from 8 to 8.50. Shotgun starts at 9. It'll be Bloody Mary's and Margarita Bar, golf cart, poker run, raffle, and contest. Food served all day. Net proceeds for that benefit go to Big Brothers Big Sister and Riley's Children Foundation. Any questions, you can contact Adam Clark at 260-223-1568. So next, we have pre-order t-shirt forms for autism awareness um, between August 3rd and August 28th. They're available at the hall, or you can print off the paper, find it at the hall, fill it out, and drop it in. The hall has two mailboxes, one at each side of the door. So feel free to drop in that t-shirt order form. Cash and check is accepted and the money is due on pickup and delivery. You can also drop off your completed form to Susan Taylor in the Manpower ADAPT office. Also with Autism Awareness, we have a raffle going on. Tickets are $5, winner is take all. In the raffle, there's a Yeti cooler. Uh, valued at $249, a Yeti hopper for $299, and a tote bag for $149.99. Like I said, it's winner take all. Each ticket's $5. Tickets are available at the hall. Pick up the flyer. You can see who's available on each SIF to hand those out as well. Next Wednesday, August 19th, is the United Way Day of Caring. If you're interested in volunteering for that, please call the hall at 260-672-2209. Something else that's real important, it was in Holly's newsletter, UAW Region 2B Online Academy. It's a web-based training. We'll be allowed to uh, members to participate in a virtual classes at the hall. Registration is first-come, first-served basis. First available workshop is UAW Fundamentals, which runs uh, September 15th through the 28th. If you're interested, call the hall at 260-672-2209 or email UAW2209 at frontier.com. 
Let me also add, Making Strides Against Breast Cancer National Kickoff started yesterday, August 11th. If you are a survivor or lost a loved one to breast cancer, please contact the hall. Again, that number is 260-672-2209. And because we haven't really reiterated this since a couple podcasts ago, I also want to say that if you're not on Facebook, if you don't know how to get information, Go to our local website, UAW2209.org. You can find bargaining reports, hello from Holly. You can opt into the text messages there. You can find union-made items, register to vote. You can look for Union 101 class or information, bargaining 101, health and safety through the UAW drop-down menu. Um, There's also the UAW app. Uh, with up-to-date news. You can go to pages. It's got the UAW Constitution, educational resources. You can find under auto bargaining the contracts. You can always go to our main UAW.org page and find the most recent issues of Solidarity Magazine and everything that you can find education-wise, extras, what we're supporting, and how to get involved if you have any questions or suggestions, please email dwise, W-I-S-E, 2209 at gmail.com. Also, we have a Facebook page, Local 2209 Podcast. Don't forget to like and follow us on Podbean. And please pay it forward and give the knowledge to somebody who might also need to listen to these podcasts. We, we are 2209. Be a man with your side.